It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to the Core Extra Podcast, where we talk about movies, sports, travel, and our favorite subject, free food. Food, yes, free food. <laughs> free Is it time to go to lunch? Almost. You know, you know. Speaking of free food, I was watching Shark Tank just just yesterday, and somebody bought some food in, and all these multimillionaires and billionaires went crazy. They were like, "Oh, we love free food. Bring the free food." And I'm thinking, I don't feel so bad now. No, because, that's right. Because yeah, if, Mark, like if Mark Cuban is always looking for free food. He's got eleven what, billion dollars or something. Well, what was the? It was uh, tea. They had. They, there was Talbot's tea. That's nice. And, and then, and then the the lady brought in. Somebody brought in some. Um, was it fudge or something like that? And they were selling fudge and tea. No, it was two separate things. But that was the deal. So a lot of lot to talk about this week. Um, let's start off in the sports world. Okay, okay. The yeah, everybody thing. knows we're Bengal fans, Cincinnati right. Bengal fans. Right. And, of course, the Joe Burrow lottery is still going on. Everybody and everybody wants Joe Burrow here. Everybody but Duke Tobin, yes. apparently. And um, everybody realizes why we are talking about this, because we suck. <laughs> and we get the first pick. Right. First overall. First overall pick, which we've had a couple times before. Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Kajana. Kajana, yeah. Kajana Carter. And who else? Um, I think that's it. The first overall pick. So the theory is. One of them turned out. Yeah, Palmer was good. Yeah, Palmer he got was hurt. Good. Kajana, he got hurt. He, it's not his fault. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he got hurt in like the preseason. Big Daddy Wilkerson. Oh, Big Daddy Daddy. We had Big, we had Big Daddy. Yeah, from Ohio State. Yeah. Right? So. The theory now is what people are saying is somebody's going to offer the Bengals a whole bunch of first-rounders, first-round picks in a succession of years, and we're not going to take Burrow. We're going to take that other guy. I forgot his name. Uh, from Alabama? Tua? No, oh, no. You're talking no, about the, the guy other. from Ohio State. Yeah. What uh, Young. Young. No. Chase Young. No, it's another quarterback. Uh, well, the other quarterback, big quarterback, is Tua, Tua Tagagalola oh, okay. from Alabama. Okay. I said that wrong, I know. Right. I just call him Tua. From here on out, he's Tua. Tua. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tua from Alabama. Yeah, I don't know. And then they're saying that... Um, Carolina. Carolina, since they hired Joe Burrow, offensive coordinator. You can put the S on that one. Yeah, I can. Joe, Joe Burrow's, Burrow's offensive coordinator. coordinator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, that's Joe Brady, right? Uh, yes. Or, yeah, Brady. I, I know it's Brady. Yeah. And the theory is that they're going to offer up a big package. No, they can't offer enough. No. This is a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. And even if we screw it up, everybody would have taken him. Right. I'm okay. I will tell you this, though. If they don't take him, I'm done with the Bengals. <laughs> I will a lot be, of people are saying that. I will be a Tennessee Titan fan. A lot of people are saying Because I love Nashville. I love going down. I'll go down twice a year to see the games. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'll still be a Bengal fan, but I'll root for Nashville. Root for Nashville. Well, a lot of people are saying that. 
And a lot of people are saying that the stadium will be empty if they don't draft Burroughs. Burrow, <laughs> the stadium will be empty. Now you can drop yeah. the S. And Burrow was here last week watching football. He was in Mason. Mason's a small town. Well, it's not. It's a small city right outside of Cincinnati. At the Wings and Rings. Yeah, it's um, it's if you ever heard of Kings Island Amusement Park, that's in Mason. So he was at the Wings and Rings with his girlfriend who lives in Mason, who's from Mason. Well, he's from Ohio. Yeah, he's from southeast Ohio. It, so it, 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 He's like three hours away. So his dad already said it's a lot closer. He's coming here. They, they're, I don't, can't imagine anything that anybody could offer. Right. That would sway. Because Mike Brown's a quarterback. Mike Brown, the general manager of the Bengals, mm-hmm. is a quarterback and owner. Is a quarterback. Uh, he loves quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So we'll e- see. Example, Achilles Smith, David Klingler. Right. The throw in Samoan. Right. Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson. I mean, these were all first-round busts yeah. that we took. So Klingler was uh, – David Klingler was um, – he was ruined by the offensive line. Yeah. We had a bad offensive line. We've had a bad team a long time. <laughs> well, we went to the playoffs. Yeah, that's Five true. We did go to the Super Bowl twice. I so, saw a guy hold a, a sign up mm-hmm. at the Kansas City game. They haven't been to Super Bowl in 50 years, and he held a right. sign up. Finally, right? You know, we get to go, and so that guy's probably less than 50. He's never right. seen it. It's well, been 32 years since we've been to the Super Bowl, right? 88, 88. Wow, right? yeah, yeah, 88. Yeah, wow, I didn't know it was that long. 32 years since we've been there. Well, I can tell you this: the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings was the first Super Bowl I remember watching. Yeah, me too. That's the first one I remember. Because I picked the Chiefs. No, my sister picked the Chiefs because she liked Hank Stram, the coach. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. used to wear the suit and the tie and the hat on the sidelines. And I picked Minnesota Vikings because I like their purple uniforms. I like the Vikings' purple uniforms. Little did I know. Yeah. Didn't work out. No, they'd lose four Super Bowls. Right, like Buffalo. But the other big sports news, you see Antonio Brown got um, got arrested and released. Some, some kind of burglary, assault charge or something. Yeah, yeah, I did He's see out on a $100,000 bond. Yeah, I did. You know, the thing is, I really believe, and then we'll move on to our our uh, our uh, highlight of this week's show. Yes. But I really believe that that CTE or whatever you want to call it, I think it messes these guys' heads up because there's no way you go from the number one receiver in football to what he's gone to now, what he's what he's gone to right now. I mean, he's acting. Now, maybe he was always like that, and maybe well, maybe the Pittsburgh structure kept him in line. I don't know if don't you know. remember. He took his and put it on Twitter. He had his phone out when. Uh, what's the coach? Tomlin. Tomlin was giving that speech mm-hmm. where Tomlin said some off-color remarks right. about the other team, which right. is supposed to stay in the locker room. So even in Pittsburgh, he was. I mean, it kind of just goes to show. Look at Le'Veon Bell and look at Antonio Brown. Sometimes it's the quarterback that makes you. You know, they've gone to two different places and really they haven't done too much. I mean, you got to realize if Roethlisberger's throwing the ball to you constantly, each of them catch 100 passes a year, <laughs> right. the quarterbacks that they go to, 
right. are not that good. They're not going to give that good of uh, statistics. Well, and I'll tell you another lesson you take from Pittsburgh getting rid of A.B. and Le'Veon Bell. The other lesson you take away is it's so much stuff going on behind the scenes oh. that you don't know about because Tomlin, and I'm just guessing, but there was probably plenty of conversations where Tom was like, look, we got to get rid of these dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're killing yeah. us. You know, and I don't know if it was Ben or other players. Could have been other players on the team like, look, this dude is killing us. <laughs> you got to get rid of these guys. Or they saw this coming because now it makes you believe that other things were happening that we never found out about. Yeah. I, some of these guys. Or, you know what? It just goes back to some guys are just bad seeds. Well, that's what I mean. You know, they're just bad guys. Right. You know, no matter what you do, you've met people in this world. They're just bad people. Mm. I mean, and that's a segue into our <laughs> special segment today. Speaking of bad guys. Yes. So last week, if you remember, um, last week we were talking about, um, what were we talking about? That uh, made us talk about bad guys. But we start talking about cinematic bad guys. Yeah. All of a sudden. And um, so Steve kind of blurted out then we should put our list together of our top bad guys. I'm assuming it's 10. I have 10. I have 10. So I'm assuming we, I assumed it was 10. So that's what I did. So here, this well, is. Well, hold on a second. Now, yeah. remember, we were going to bust it up because we wanted kind of. I don't know if you can say real life bad guys, not not straight right. from the headlines, but you right. know, well, real so people had la- bad guys as opposed to like a monster, monster right. bad guy. So we didn't want to mix the two. No, because like, that would be too easy. Like we didn't want to have like um, uh, just for example, because he's not on my list. But he's from television. We didn't want to have J.R. Ewing and Darth Vader on the same list. Right. Right. You know. Right. So now you, there might be some crossovers. I mean, you, you, so when you when we say these, I'm sure one of us will dispute the other guys. Oh, say, oh sure. wait a second! Now that guy's a real guy. All right, you know. Well, so here's what we did. Here's what we did. We have two lists apiece. Actually, we have humans and non-humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sophisticated, and. I want to tell you how I put my human list together, okay. and you can tell you how, okay. not, how how you put yours together. Now, on my list, which my human list, first of all, is going to be up for dispute. I mean, I know a lot. I know people are going to be like, "Whoa, you didn't put so and so on there. You didn't put so and so." I want to stress that this is my list, right, right, <laughs> right. And the way I put my list together is I put not only good performances, but the ones that had the most impact on me when I saw them. Now, we're talking about bad guys. Okay. Human bad guys. Guys playing a role, not a monster, right? Now, how did you you put yours together? I put mine together with they were bad guys, and there are some bad guys that, in some parts of a movie, are kind of like, they turn a little bit good, but they're still bad guys. Right. You know, I put mine together that I thought were bad from the beginning to the end of the movie. Oh, they, okay. they were just bad guys. They were committed to being bad. They were committed to being bad. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way they were. I mean, that, that was the part that they played okay. in the movie. I got a couple on here like that. Okay. I got a couple on here like that. So now, this is now a core extra exclusive. Yes, it is. This is a core extra So. 
here we go. We're going to core extra exclusive list of bad guys in cinema, including we have a human list and we have a non-human list. Yeah, but there's going to be some crossovers. My, somebody, I, have no, I have no crossovers. Because somebody's going to say, well, wait a second. That guy. Um, I might have. I might have I'm two looking, of them I'm on looking it. at mine. I got two of them that I you might could have, say, wait a second, he played a human form, but he's not really human. Yeah, I probably have three or four on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. The, now, this is a no order, right? I mean, even though you got the well, top ten, yeah, I no, mean, you could flip them real easy. Well, I, I will tell you this. Let me see. Is My this, number ones. Is this non-human? No, this is human. Human, okay. Um my number one on both of my lists are my number ones. Everything else, I think you could probably say what you said is in no certain order. But but I just put them in ten to one so I could count okay. them down. Yeah, but, yeah. but I will tell you, my number ones are definitely my strong number ones in both. Oh, my, my number one of my number ones is by far. Okay, I have, we have to, I have to do another... Um, um, Another rule here for on my list. Okay. On my list, I did not include Darth Vader. Because, okay. Because everything that you look at, everywhere that you go and look uh, for bad guys and even talk, uh, talk radio, anywhere you look, Vader's always the number one. Well, I have him on my list, but he's not number one. Yeah. Well, if he was on my list, he would be number one. So I excluded him on purpose. Okay. You know, just because it's it's the easy. I mean, if you if you walk up to somebody and say, "Who's the number one backup?" Vader. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. know? If you ask a nine year old, "Who's the number one backup?" Vader. Vader. You know. So I just he's such a big. Right. You know, I, I just let that I let that off. Do you want to go? You want to do your list, and then I'll do mine. Or do no, you we wanna... go one by one. Okay. You know. So here we go with the top ten human bad guys in all of cinema. Uh- According to us. According, I was going to say, <laughs> according to me and Steve, and presented by the Core Extra Podcast. All right. Now, you, you first. You're number 10 bad guy in all of cinema. Okay. I know this is a, this is a stretch. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you know who this is. Mm-hmm. Warden Samuel Norton. Warden Samuel is he in uh, Shawshank? Oh, Shawshank! Now, now think about it. All he did was use the prisoners. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any. Do my taxes. Do this. Yeah. Clean my shoes. Mm-hmm. And then when he got caught, what would he do? Oh, that's right. Shot himself in the head because he remember. was bad. I mean, see, that's an off the wall one. But yeah, you know, but when he's, well, he's a bad guy all the way through. That's Warden Samuel Norton. From the Shawshank. From the Shawshank. (laughs) That's number 10. Number 10. My number 10, see if you know who this is. My number 10 is Hans Landa. Um, That is, if I can remember, that's Gruber's brother. (laughs) No. I don't know. Hans Landa was the bad guy in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, the Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's good. He was. He won an Oscar for it. Yeah, that's right. You know, he's. Uh, he, he won an Oscar for that. All right, give me your number nine and get off of my ink pen, which has been in my mouth several <laughs> times, by the way. That's okay. Um, 
Okay, now this is one that might cross over. Mm-hmm. Okay? He is a human, mm-hmm. but he's really artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Agent Smith from The Matrix. Mm. You remember Agent Smith? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was a bad guy. I'm just thinking. All he had to do was kill people. But he was artificial intelligence. Okay. But he was in a human form. Like I said, you might get some crossovers. Yeah, that's a crossover. So. But he was bad, dude. (laughs) He was bad. My number nine is real old school. My number nine goes all the way back to 1962. Okay. And the movie was called The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. I saw the movie. And my number nine bad guy is Liberty Valance. It was Lee Marvin. Yeah, Lee Marvin. And the, so the setup was uh, James Stewart was a, uh, he was a senator when the movie took place. And uh, uh, John Wayne's character had died, uh, Tom Donovan. He had died, and Jimmy Stewart and his wife were coming back to town and they flash back to how Jimmy Stewart started. He was an attorney in the small town. And um, Liberty Valance was like the bad guy yeah. in all of the territories yeah, around I remember there. that movie. And uh, he, stood up to Liber- he stood up to Liberty Valance. But the upshot was James Stewart really didn't shoot him. Uh, John Wayne's uh, uh, partner shot him. What a big... Uh Cast. Oh, it was, it was uh, John Wayne, uh, Jimmy Stewart. I, I forgot the lady's name that played the girlfriend, but she was a big deal. Uh, but let me tell you, if you have never seen The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, my favorite John Wayne movie, see it now just for Lee Marvin's performance because he was awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? He was. They they were voting. They were, they had to take a vote to uh, see who was going to be the representative for the for the county and Lee Mar- Liberty Valance wanted to win. So when he didn't win and they put it in the paper, he burned the uh, he burned the newspaper <laughs> down. Oh, uh, go back and watch The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance and you'll see why Liberty I, Valance I've seen is the my, movie but I it's oh, a long time here. ago. It's a, he's my number 9. Okay, so your number 8. Now, I don't have these in any order, so sure. you know. But I'm moving this guy up because I want to get him before you get him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anton Shigar. No, he's not on my list. You know Anton. Yep. Yep, Anton. No country for yeah. old men. He almost made my list. <laughs> almost. Especially he- with his, the scene, I love the scene in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. With the old man. Yeah. He, he, he's about to kill him. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> and he just thinks. But you know what the best... Not, he uses that... The air compressor. That thing that shoots locks out. Right. To shoot people with. Yeah, you don't have to reload. Head. Just pump it up. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what the most tense part of that movie was? When he was on the other side of the door? Remember that in yeah. the hotel room? And you're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Oh, he was bad. Yeah. Oh. And quiet. Quiet. <laughs> bad. Quiet. I'm trying to think. Uh, that was... I, I got it here. I, I knew I wrote it down, but I couldn't remember. Uh, what, Javier Bardem? Javier Bardem. Bardem, yeah. He calls it, it's pronounced, no, he but yeah, Anton is my one of mine. Well, my number eight, if you didn't think it was possible for me to go back further than 1962, <laughs> I did. Okay. 
My number eight is from 1949. So you know who it has to be, the actor. If it's from 1949, see? <laughs> <laughs> it's Cody Jarrett, played by James Cagney in White Heat. I saw that movie. Oh, man. He was yeah. he was a gangster from day yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, that is, so if you don't know this old movie from 1949, most of you won't. But the famous scene is that is at the very end when he's out at some foundry or somewhere. And he was always saying, I'm going to make it to the top of the world. And that's when he said, look, Ma, I made yeah, it top yeah, of the world. Yeah. And they blew him up, and that's how they killed him. But that was the famous scene in that because, uh, and what would happen is he uh, he really loved his mother, right? Yes, he did. And he was crazy. And he would go into these rages. Like when his mother, when they said his mother died, he would just go into these psychotic rages and kill people. Uh, but Cody Jarrett. Uh, James Cagney and White Heat, 1949. All right, who's your next one? Which should be available at your local library. Yes. yes. But let me tell you, I just gave you two old schools. Go back and watch those two old schools. Absolutely. You people listen. All right, my number seven. Now, this is for bad guys, but this is a bad woman. And as soon as I say this, everybody will recognize this name. My number seven is from 1990, and her name is Annie Wilkes. Oh, you got to know Annie Wilkes. I know. I don't. In Misery with James Collins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she was a nice lady, too. Oh, she, she was nice. She, she got just him. killed the sheriff and <laughs> and hobbled up yeah. James Conn. Oh, yeah, she was, I, I can see. Oh, she was horrible. I can see that. Yeah, yeah she was that. horrible. And in the book, she was worse than she was in the movie, in the book. But... Uh, yeah, Annie Wilkes from Misery, 19... Everybody that's seen Misery, as soon as I said Annie Wilkes, their ankles start hurting. Remember? She put yeah. the block there and hobbled, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> hobbled him. Oh. And she won an award for that, too. Oh. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've had one each way yet. We haven't crossed no, over. No, no. I know, I know you might cross over on a couple of mine. Well, it's a bad dude, but everybody likes him. Hmm. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Yeah, he's a bad dude. <laughs> Tony he is Montana. a bad dude. Oh, Tony Montana's but, horrible. But everybody likes Scarface. Yeah, everybody likes Everybody him. roots for him. Everybody roots for At Tony the end, Montana. Then he Tony kills Montana. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say hello to my little friend. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know anybody in the last scene that doesn't root to hopefully this drug pin <laughs> wins. I know. <laughs> and when that guy's coming in the... Uh, Coming through the window, uh, coming through the balcony, you're like, oh, no, they're going to kill Tony. Now, Tony done killed up everybody. Yeah, he killed everybody. But 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 everybody's like, oh, no, they're going to kill Tony. Well, in keeping with the bad woman, uh, bad guy, I'm just going to give you this lady's first name, the role. This is my number six. The role she played was a woman named Alex. From 1987. Okay, hold on a minute. woman named Alex. Is that Kill Bill? Nope. Everybody knows this movie. Let me put it this way. I'll give you a hint. Every guy knows this movie. Once you say the movie. Especially a married guy. Every married guy knows this movie. Oh, I know. Right now, then. I know exactly what it is. It is uh, (laughs) the one that cooks the rabbit. Yep. Uh, That's Alex and Fatal Attraction. Oh, I was going to say Indecent Proposal. Well, fatal, I knew it was something. Yeah, Fatal Attraction with Michael Douglas when he, yeah. he cheats uh, on his wife with this woman. And she, 
It's yeah. insane. Everybody was rooting for him. Everybody was rooting Until for him. I was rooting for her, actually. <laughs> and then you were like. That scene when Glenn Close, who played Alex, she says, well, I'm not going to be ignored. You're yeah. like, uh-oh. <laughs> She's crazy. I think if you cheated, you stopped right then. <laughs> right. If you were cheating, you stopped. I would like to go back and see how many flowers were sold the day after <laughs> Fatal Attraction came out. <laughs> oh, she was a mess. What was Indecent Proposal? That's when Redford uh, Oh, yeah, the, the, the million dollars. Yeah, Demi, Demi Moore. Yeah. yeah. All right. I do have a woman on the list. Oh, I have another woman on the list. And I, 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 my, actually, I will tell you this. My next two are women. And I didn't think I did. Yeah. We still haven't crossed over. Nope. Okay, here's one. You may have this one. Mm-hmm. Nurse Ratchet. That's my next one. Yeah, that's, 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 that's my number five. five. Nurse Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, 1975. What a bitch. Ooh, Nurse Ratchet was something else. And I think she won an award for that. I think she won an Academy Award for that. She, she should have. She should have. She was just. I mean, everybody from that day on who had a bad nurse, nurse Ratchet. in a hospital yep. or a bad experience with a nurse says, I had Nurse Ratchet. Right. She, right. That's that is her claim to fame. It's really, 1975, and we're still talking about nurse. Yeah, it's ratchet. it's almost in a. It's almost become part of the lexicon. Yes, it's, it's almost like a word. I probably wouldn't have said that because I don't even know what that means. But uh, <laughs> a lexicon <laughs> is a. It looks like a horse, but it has a horn. Manal, <laughs> <laughs> my number four. You won't have it. A lot of people listening won't even know who it is. So if you're listening to this, get your ink pen out or pencil and write this name down, the name of the movie. The bad woman in this movie is Asami Asami Yamazaki. No, I don't have her on the list. It is from a Japanese movie in 1999 called Audition. Write that down. Everybody's listening. Audition, Japanese movie, 1999. Now, Subtitles? Yes. But here's the deal. Well, I can read, so it doesn't You know, that's subtitle stuff. It, it doesn't bother me because I can actually read. I actually can't see. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. This guy, single father. I'm I sure it's going to be good. I but. think his wife dies or either he got divorced. I can't remember that part. So he, is a, he works at like PBS, uh, like a public broadcasting station. So his buddy tells him, listen, why don't you interview women like it's for a part in a, in, a, in, a, in a show, but we'll find a nice woman, and then you approach her and try to date her. Okay. So that's what he does. And he picks Asami Yamazaki. And I'll just leave it right there. But the first maybe hour of the movie is just what I described to you. And it's kind of light and fun. And after they go out, it takes a turn, and you're like, what am I looking at? <laughs> what am I looking at? I'll tell you this. Uh, if you want to know how bad, in a good way, audition is, I let a guy borrow it in the gym. I had it on DVD, and I gave it to him in the gym. He said, I'll go home and watch it, bring it back tomorrow. He brought it back the next day, and this is what he said to me. He said, man, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you should really think about seeing somebody. He said, I'm serious. He said, something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is out of control. 
I'm telling you, it's not the worst out of control. If you start watching Japanese or Korean horror, they're out of control. But this one from 1999 is called Audition. Go find it and watch it, and you'll see why I picked Asami Yamazaki as my number four. I will tell you one more story about the movie. Okay. I had an intern. When I was working, I had an intern. It was a guy. He was going to Ohio State, and we were talking about horror movies. And uh, and we were talking about how, eh, you know, some of them really don't creep you out. They're kind of silly. You know, they don't really. And then, uh, now this is a guy I didn't know. I just I just hired him. And it was like his second day at work. And I said, do you watch any foreign horror? And he looked at me and he went, man, I got to tell you about this one movie that's the craziest thing I ever see. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 I have one better. He says, man, it's called Audition. And I said, that was mine. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. He said, man. He said, that's the craziest thing I'd ever seen at the time. So trust me, Asama Yamazaki is a bad <laughs> woman. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. All right, what's your next one? I got three more. Oh, well, I have one, two, three, four, five. How did that happen? How did but go that ahead. happen? But go ahead. All right. Well, I put this one down just for you. Mm-hmm. Hans Gruber. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you are a diehard fan. Yeah, he's a number one. <laughs> he's, he's a bad dude. Hans started out as a bad guy yeah. and ended as a bad guy. Really bad. And guy. even when he tried to act like he was one of the, one of the one captives of the- <laughs> and changed his voice, right. you were like, shooting, yeah. shooting. Yeah. He says, now nah, I'll take those. Things. Die hard. That's why I said, because I think his brother is in another one, isn't he? Well, his brother... That's when you yeah, said that name. I thought, yeah, okay, that's his yeah, number. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. But what that, was that other name you, you said? Hans Landa was the name of that Yeah, character. so I said, okay, yeah. that's his brother. Yeah. Uh, well, my next one after Hans, who is a bad dude, really bad dude, I had to put this guy in. It's Travis Bickle. Everybody knows Travis Bickle. I don't Bickle. have him. Well, you know who that is. That's Robert De Niro from Taxi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1976. You, you talking to me? You talking yeah. to me? I'm the only one what? here. It's yeah. been so long since I've seen Taxi. Yeah. I can't remember what sprung him. He what? was infatuated with Jodie Foster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right there. It's yeah. a bad guy with a 13-year-old. <laughs> right. That right there, you're, you're, a bad, you're a bad guy right there. I mean, you, Travis Bickle was out of control. Yeah, you like 13-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, he was out of control. That might go to the top of the list. That's my number three. I only have two more. Well, I've got four more, so I'm going to jump two on you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to save my last two for last. Mm -hmm. Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Norman Bates, Psycho. Yeah. It was probably the scariest movie that I remember my mom saying. Because it was before Monsters. Oh, yeah. You know, all you had was Universal. You had Universal Monsters. Yeah, but you didn't have anybody that was... Terrifying. That was psycho. Right, yeah, right, right. You didn't have everybody psycho. Oh, yeah. Oh, go, showers. The shower yeah. scene was. People still think about that. Yeah, they do. They do. They still think about Or they'll say that. Yeah. They'll say something like, there was a ring or there was something going down, like in the psycho movie. Yeah, that's you know, exactly they'll say that. Mean. Exactly. Well, I do have to jump in and tell you, he was my number two. So, uh, uh, Norman Bates. Well, that's fine. Well, then I'll have to throw, throw a couple more in to get you to one. Doesn't matter. I got, so back, Norman I got Bates. backups in my head. But Norman Bates was good to his mother. Yeah, he's nice to her. So he took care of her. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? So, okay. Um, how about Hannibal Lecter? He's not on my list. 
Now, he, I, I guess, see, this is one where I think he, he probably was a good guy because he helped people. Well, not originally. He was and a, then he became crazy right, because right, he was right, a right. psychiatrist. Okay, yeah. So he probably, mm. but then he went nutso. <laughs> and then Bird. they put him into the cage. Right. And then he saw Jodie Foster. Then he went crazy. Jodie yeah. Foster is the problem. It's the problem, yes. <laughs> Apparently. Jodie Foster Jody is the Foster problem. Jodie Foster is the issue here. Well, you know, I'm not a big Hannibal Lecter. I like the movie Silence of the Lambs. It's not that I like the movies. Yeah, but he I don't is. care for some of these movies. Yeah, but he is he is a premier bad guy. And yeah. he won an award for playing yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, so, you know, he's going to. But I didn't put him on my list. I think we've only had two, right? Um, that crossed over? Ratchet and Norman Bates. Yeah. And maybe one more that I didn't mention yet. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, it's one more I didn't mention. All right, you have another one. Um, I got two left. Go ahead. Um, this is double. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now think about because they were. That's all they were. Did mm-hmm. there were mm-hmm. Vincent Vega, Vinny Vegas, and who? Jules Winfield. Uh, Winfield. Oh yeah, yeah. From both, both. Yeah. Vegas. Now all their job was to kill people. That's it. That was it. That was their only job. So you got two hired assassins who. I don't know if they did anything else. Yeah. They, just they didn't have a job. They were just enforcers. They worked, yeah. they worked for, uh, what's his face, Ving Rhames. Yeah. And uh, so Wallace. I got these two guys from the beginning of the movie to the till end. The end. It, it's been a long time. I know uh, Travolta gets killed. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Didn't he doesn't get killed, does he? No. You know what I think about when I think about Pulp Fiction is when Bruce Willis says, Zed's dead, baby. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they had taken... Uh, 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 Ving Rhames down in the basement. Oh, with the gimp. Yeah, with the gimp. And when they, when he, Bruce Willis gets that, he's, he's dead, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I can't imagine what they did to that guy. <laughs> that could be a whole other movie. Yeah. No, Zed's Yeah, dead. you could do do that on what happened to the gimp <laughs> right. and, the, and the, the other guy. Yeah. Zed. Zed, yeah. Zed's dead, baby. He gone. What is, all right, who is your number one bad guy? That's all you have left. Who's your yeah, number one human? My number bad one guy. bad guy. And it in the beginning of the movie, he was a good guy. Uh-huh. Uh, then he became a bad guy. Uh-huh. And then he became a bad guy again. Uh-huh. And then a bad guy again. Well, that has to be Anakin, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh-huh. Michael Corleone. Michael Corleone. Now think, he comes back from the war. Yeah, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. He was like, like just a little guy that you need to get out of here, Michael. You don't need to hear this. And then he's the one that brings up how to kill the police officer and the other guy. But Brando didn't want him to do it. No. You know, and then he did it. That's when he turned. And then, yeah, oh, he was cold as can be. Because Sonny was like the crazy one. Yeah, Sonny was the crazy one. When he killed Sonny. He really, and then he, yeah. yeah. Michael Corleone, that is a good role. Yeah, so. That is, that is a good role. Especially in the second one, when he kills his brother. Fredo. Yeah. Fredo was a mess. <laughs> I mean, you got to be cold-blooded you to know, kill your you brother. Know they, well, that scene they put on YouTube all the time is when when Michael is is pressuring Mo Green to, to, say, <laughs> to say, I'm Mo Green. You know who I am. Yeah. I'm Mo Green. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, the best part of that scene is. When Fredo's like, Michael, you can't talk to that. 
you can't talk to Mo Green like that. And when Mo Green leaves, yeah. remember how cold he was? Oh, he was like, Fredo, don't ever. I love you and you're my brother. But don't ever talk against the family. Yeah. But it, he, and he said it just like, yeah. like it sent a chill through you when you watched it, you know. And, and when he asked, uh, Kate one time asked me about my business. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Man, that, he was. That, that was that was one of Patino's best oh, roles. I think it's his best. Yeah, probably, it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it, now somebody will come up with something else that we probably haven't thought oh, about. No, that has to be his but, best. But, uh, you know, but I, I consider that one of the best bad guys. And he's and he's a normal person, really. I mean, right, he's right, not right, right. really a, probably treats his kids great. Right, right. You know, sure. he treats anybody around him great. Anybody that's in the family. But, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, my number one bad guy, you already mentioned him, but he is my number one. Because since 1988, I believe, every bad guy in an action movie is measured against him. Okay. And it's, of course, Hans Gruber from, from, from Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Every single action movie that comes up, I still, I, when I read reviews of it, they'll say, well, the problem with this action movie is they didn't have a good bad guy like Hans Gruber. Right, you, right, you know? right, right. So every action movie, and I'm guilty of it, every action movie I see, if the bad guy doesn't measure up to Hans Gruber, I'm going, oh, this was no good. And I'll give you a good example. The Rock did that movie uh, just recently, which was basically Die Hard in Hong Kong. Was Kevin Hart in it? It was Kevin, probably. <laughs> if I think about it, he probably would <laughs> That's our... Uh, well, he's One in every movie. Every They're in every movie together. <laughs> Where the Rock's family is in the skyscraper. and uh, I think it's yeah. called Skyscraper. Yeah, I think it is. And it's basically Die Hard with die the hard Rock. And, with the Rock. And um, so after I saw it, the first thing I said was they had too many bad guys. They really did. They had, And this is not a spoiler because if you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to go see it yeah. or rent it. You know. And... And you're not, you don't like, want to go see it, really. Right. They had, like, three or four different bad guys, you know. And I just thought, well, they have to have three or four different ones because they don't have one good one. You know, you they had one good one, and you thought he was pulling the strings, but it was right. somebody else, and then it was somebody else. And that was my first thought after it went off was, you know, if you're going to redo Die Hard, you gotta have a you got to have a Hans Gruber. And you're just not going to have a Hans Gruber, right. you know, anymore because they don't write like that anymore. You know no, what I mean? No, no. It's all CGI and all that. So you're not going to have. So he's still the one. He's he's still the one uh, that is. And even people now, if you walk up to people, you say, where's Nakatomi Plaza? They say, oh, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they will. You know? But, you know, one of my favorite lines from him in the movie is, uh, remember, uh, he killed the main guy, the, the, the boss of the company. Yeah, yeah. They shot him because he wouldn't give him the. Uh, right, right, right the uh, combination. So when Hans came down <laughs> and was talking to all the hostages, he said, so uh, I think it was Nakatomi or uh, Takashi. I think the guy's name was, but whatever. I the, can't remember what was one of those. Was, he said, uh, Mr. Takashi won't be joining us for the rest of his life. Now. Yes. Yeah. And just like that. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he put Bruce Willis, yeah. his wife in charge. He won't be joining us for the rest of his life. But no, he was perfect in that. Yeah. Now, if you talk to younger people, they know Alan Rickman from Harry Potter. Yes. Y- you know. Yeah. And then he died not too long ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he died. In but, Harry Potter? I don't know if he died in Harry Potter, but he died in real life. I'll tell you that. But he, you know what? Here's something a lot of people don't know. Hans Gruber was his first role. 
He was not like a long-time actor. That was his first role when he played Hans Gruber. Damn, that's pretty good. I know. I know. So that's my human list. Number one is Hans Gruber. Number 10 was Hans Landa. Number one is Hans uh, Hans Gruber. And I had one, two, three, four women in a row on my list. I think we only had three that crossed over. Yeah, uh, Nurse Ratched. Nurse Ratched. Hans Gruber and Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Yeah. And all three of them are, you know, their roles were... We still use their terms nowadays. That's what I mean. This was one's head. I actually heard someone say Nurse Ratchet the other day. I say it all the time. Yeah. I was in the hospital once, not as, I mean, visiting somebody, and the nurse came in, and she was just real factual, like, take your medicine at this, blah, 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 talking to the person I was going to see. And when she walked out, I said, well, that was Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is an iconic role. Mm -hmm. And then the other day, um, um, like, I'll see on Twitter somebody will make a nasty recipe, and somebody will comment, and they'll say, oh, man, he should be arrested for that recipe or something like that. Right. And, in, and, and, and inevitably, somebody will put in there a clip of Hans Gruber saying, uh, you want miracles? Theo, I give you the FBI. Remember that? When he <laughs> yeah. was, somebody still puts that in there, you know. Okay, well, look, Steve, we finished our list. Well, like you said, we only had three crossovers. That's not bad. I will make the point that Hans Gruber is the number one, well, 1A. No, no, Vader is not human. So Hans Gruber is my number one bad guy of all time. I still, after I look at my list and I go through all of them, mm-hmm. and I didn't really list them, I kind of jumped around. Mm-hmm. I still got to go with Michael Corleone. Still got to go it's with Michael the number Corleone. one. I mean, he's just, because he's normal. He's a normal person. Right. It's not somebody, I mean, I, I mean, we all don't know Mafia heads, but right, 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 right. but uh, I did meet John Gotti Jr. Oh, you told me that. Remember on the Gotti set? Yeah. Look so, at you. Yep. So, did he pull you aside and say, uh, I love you, Steve. You're my brother, but don't ever go against the family. Don't <laughs> ever go against the family, right. he said. Well, I never met Alan Rickman, but uh, Hans Gruber is my guy. You know, he's my number I one. Know. Now, there are a lot of people that we could have put on the list. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't have any Edward. I'm going a little old school, but I don't have Edward G. Robinson on the list, and he played a bad guy his whole life. And his whole life. I don't have Jack Palance on the list. Bad guy. You know, he played. Except Curly. Except Curly. And ironically, he wins an award yeah. for playing Curly yeah. in, uh, what is it, City Slickers. But, uh, and, I'm, and I know I'm going old school bad guys, but if you, if you look at bad guys, there was, used to be a thing in Hollywood where the actors wanted to be the bad guys because they had more screen time. Yeah. You know, uh, so and they also say it's more fun to play a bad guy. More fun. So those are the ones that stick with me, the the old school ones. Now the bad guys, I don't want to say they're interchangeable, but some of them are. I don't. You don't really see that dominating performance like you used to see. But you know who's not on the list because we said this was movies. But this guy's has got to be considered one of the worst guys ever. Is uh, J.R. Ewing from Dallas? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he was. It's hard to think of a bad guy on television that was worse than J.R. Ewing. I'm sure that uh, you know some of these. I mean, every station and every outlet has a hundred shows on it now. I'm sure yeah. if we look, what was that show where that guy? 
was a serial killer, but he was oh, kind Dex- of Dexter. Yeah, he sounded like yeah. a good guy. Yeah, I mean that's he worked for the police. Yeah, he's pretty much of. Yeah, uh, but he was only killing bad guys. Yeah. Now I'll tell you what, Dexter, the season. If you go back, I'll, I watched the whole series and I enjoyed it. But the season where John Lithgow was his adversary. Oh man, that is John. That for TV, he would have made the list in that because uh, oh, he was horrible, and he won an award for it. He won an Emmy for it. But that season, maybe it's the third or fourth season, that John Lithgow was his adversary. Oh, you couldn't wait for Dexter to kill this dude, man. He was bad. Well, let me ask you this. After hearing both lists, is there anybody, let's say we combined them. Uh-huh. Is there anybody on your list that you would say, like, you know, uh, you know, after listening to some of your guys, I saw one that I might right away take off of. Only because he wasn't in it enough. I would probably take the warden off yeah. and add a couple of yours. Warden Samuel Norton. Yeah. And I would probably take him off after hearing some of yours and probably Agent Smith. Yeah, but he was bad though. But and I would probably add a couple of yours on. I could get rid of Hans Landa, actually, from Inglorious Bastards. You know, uh, I could get rid. Of, I could get rid of him, and it is kind of a shame that I don't have Michael Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I wanted to put on, and I forgot mm-hmm. is, and I don't know the actor, but he was in. Uh, what was the uh, Schindler's List? Oh the, yeah, the, the Nazi who would sit up on his porch, yeah, yeah, yeah. and shoot the uh, yeah, the, but, the Jews in the in the yard. Yeah, but he was a, he, and that's what. And that's what are you going to defend the no, Nazis? No, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> but here's the here's the, and here's the problem I had doing my list. So you take a guy like that. He was a bad guy, but he wasn't the focus of the movie. No, you, you know what no. I mean, and that's what's that's what's hard about this because I almost put Colonel Jessup on there. Okay, from A Few Good Men, right? But he was only on the screen. I, right, I've read before. I think he was only on the screen like thirteen minutes or right. something out of the whole thing. And was he bad? He ordered this, and a guy gets killed. But that performance was so big, and that's what I'm thinking about the guy that sat on the porch. The movie didn't focus on him. Where I tried to look at. The ones where the movies were centered around that guy, okay, or person, you know, and that's when I went through my list because that's why I left a lot of people off because I thought, well, he's bad in the movie, but it's not really about him or her. Like Andy Wilkes is that's it, right? That's the, Fatal Attraction, uh, Cody Jared, Liberty Balance. Though I tried to pick Travis Bickle, I tried to pick people that the movie, not just a bad person in the movie, right, right. Like you, like you, Michael Corleone. I mean, he's the whole show, starting in Godfather Two. Right. He's the whole deal. You from, know. Yeah. From then on and out. And Gruber is the whole deal. So our number ones are on point. But so we have our next list is non-human. Yeah. On our next. On our and next. And we'll episode. do that on the next episode. Yeah, we'll do that. On That'll the next keep episode. all you people tuned in. All seven of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all you stay tuned in for the next episode we'll of the, the next episode. podcast. Well, Steve, that's all the time we have here. As you know, there are at least three bands coming in the studio this afternoon. To audition. To audition, and not to be confused with audition, the movie yes. that I gave you. <laughs> but they're going to come in, so we'll leave you guys with our list, and we will tell you 
to go on Instagram, Twitter. We can now be find on found on Spotify. We can be found on SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud and give us a, um, a ranking and, a, and and write a review for us. Do that on iTunes, Spotify, and I think I mentioned Spotify. But there's a new outlet uh, for us anyway. I just signed us on the Pod Chaser. P O D C H A S E R. Go to podchaser.com. You can search for us. You can rate us and rank us right there. And what Podchaser does, it combines, it gives you an outlet for all of the podcasts you listen to. So you can go on the Podchaser and create your own list. And you, like I said, you can rank us and tell us. Uh, uh, we, we like five star ratings. Oh, definitely. We like that. So go in there and do that for us. That's all we get. That's all we get. Uh, go on there and do that for us and uh, keep listening and we will talk to everybody soon thanks thanks for listening I'm Kurt and I'm Steve and you've been listening to the Core Extra Podcast thanks <laughs>